Good evening, my friends. I am Frankie Gianetti. Yeah, my name's Joe Gianetti. And we are here to bring to you this evening a wonderful, delightful, starry, uh, skied evening to bring you a wonderful new restaurant that we have just purchased. Tell them, Joe. Yeah, I mean, and if it's not evening where you are, you could have a starry morning. They're still there. You just can't see them up there. <laughs> no, they're not there. Where do they go? Because stars are, you know, they relocate to the other side when it's night. Oh man, this is why you don't get through school when you when you when you're coming up as a young man. Listen, Joe, I saw a YouTube video and I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, the, we have purchased a beautiful restaurant. It's not just America anymore. We have expanded our enterprises to include Europe. We got too fancy to stay on one continent. It was going to tip over and we'd all end up in the ocean. We had to move some of the fancy over across the pond as they say. Sometimes they call the ocean the pond. Well, because there's fish in there. Oh, okay. So, so it's like a pond. <laughs> well, the thing we want to impress upon you all is that this brand new restaurant has pushed fancy to a level so incredible that hey, that uh, heat has become a noun. <laughs> okay. I, I don't want to break anything to you too hard, but so I'll let that go, but... You know, it, it was it's so fancy. I'm glad we didn't do it in America because we could have killed somebody. You know what I mean? Like that's true because we realized that as as fancy as some Americans are, we could it could be very dangerous if we tried to serve some of these dishes to you. Yeah, but over in England, you know, even like the the dumbest little dirty baby is like fancy, like fancier <laughs> than like the than than like the the someone dressed in a gold cloak and a hat and a someone who sells hoops like all throughout the Midwest and makes millions. This little dumb coal covered baby is is fancier even than that guy. Yeah, it's true. You know, you could see like a werewolf with a hammer, and he's real dirty. Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, he would and he be. Works as he a, would be. Yeah, yeah. He's you know he, he's working with his hammer, and he, he's he's filthy. And you know he's even more fancy than the fanciest American. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> like it's it's embarrassing to you know know about your native land that you know even like a horse with a hook for a leg. <laughs> is fancier than anybody you ever met in your life, you know. But that's just what it's like over here, you know. Yeah, you know, like some just find some nasty like pelican with a brain coming out, you know, some <laughs> fucking skivats over there, you know. And he's more fancy than, you know, a guy over here with a monocle and a top hat, you know. That's right. You know, like, you know, like they, they, there was the guy, you just look just like you're talking about, look like the Monopoly man guy. Yeah, right? yeah. And he went over to England and everyone was talking to him. <laughs> everyone thought that he was a piece of the road. They just thought that he was like a pothole filler. They just laid him down yeah. in a hole in the road because he was just that much of a piece of garbage. That's how fancy the people are over here. And we had to elevate our fanciness to help them achieve a whole new height of fanciness. Can you believe that? We actually had to up our fancy game for the Oxford dining experience. We didn't know we were going to have to do that. Yeah, you know, our head waiter, he made us a dish so fancy that I couldn't see it. <laughs> and You told me about that, and I didn't believe yeah. you. Now tell me, can you explain it? Maybe, maybe yeah. you explain it to them. Maybe I'll understand it, too. How, how could you, what are you talking about? All right. Well, he, here's how he explained it to me. He, he goes and he uh, erupts a, fo a fountain, a fountain of clam juice. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, uh, into... <laughs> that's one of the that's one of the lowest, like the bottom three fountains. There's a fountain of clam juice. Gotta be. <laughs> but he he does it. He sort of erupts with sort of clam juice vomit uh, into Jesus. a hand a hand warming synthesizer. <laughs> now, once it sort of soaks into this. Then uh, he, uh, a tiny moose comes out of the baby hole, oh <laughs> which I think is the urethra. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. I don't think that's where the babies come out. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't say where they come out. I said the baby hole. Oh, that's the only baby <laughs> hole that a guy has. So oh, I, I see. I now I understand you. That's okay. just step one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You take. Look, I got this written down. You take. You do the second step. Oh, all right. Oh, Hold God. on. I got a paper. <laughs> oh wow, boy! I just felt so authentic. That paper. It just felt. <laughs> it's like real. That's, it's amazing. Is the how real paper can be when. <laughs> <laughs> I just sometimes I'm overwhelmed with the reality of things. I don't think I overdid it. <laughs> it's you, not a real. You certainly brought attention to it at quite a clip. Right here. Here, right. here, here, here. I wrote it out here. I have it. It's paper. Here, here you go. You usually don't have to say what it is. But I wanted usually, to wait. If two people were in the same room and they both had sight you really would just say here <laughs> yeah. you go you know <laughs> yeah 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 no okay so so you see you wait I, so if i'm to understand this piece of paper and this is paper right this is actual real paper <laughs> yeah yeah real it's me they made it out of heads of that come off of trees <laughs> okay <laughs> not what i'm familiar with calling it maybe just wood but well, right. I don't know. What, I assume that's the part of the wood is the head part is how you make paper because you you just think smart things onto paper. <laughs> is that what? That's how you say writing over okay, here. Okay, Joe. Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> no, look. Put a god somewhere. So this guy he makes this dish for you. Where so he what what happened? If I'm understanding this right, he sits down on a porpoise's lunch. <laughs> is that right he actually sat right down on the guy's lunch mm -hmm. that's while, step two while the yeah. porpoise was was looking he had to make sure here whoo hey look yep. over here sits right mm -hmm. down on it and it was the disappointment in the porpoise's eyes <laughs> that helped helped wring a certain liquid out of one yeah. of the vegetables yeah it sort of ferments it <laughs> it's a, wow that's really that's something else hey why don't you read the third one <laughs> all right number three yeah. i'll take this number three um is swearing that you will clay that you will make a clay uh uh sculpture for your breathe your breathing coat <laughs> so so yeah so th this is the most amazing fancy thing this was just a starter this thing was so fancy and it was just a little, you know, appetizer. So you can wow. imagine the sort of main dishes, desserts, and closed baby faces that we have in this menu. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, frankly, that one, that dish was so fancy, we couldn't even put it on the menu because we tried oh. to put it on the menu and it slipped off. <laughs> <laughs>
That's true. It's not on the menu. And there are several items like that that, you know, our team made that's so fancy that we have to find another planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're working with uh, with NASA right now to try to find a place where these these dishes would be appropriate. But what but, we did do was we created one of the finest winter menus that I think I've ever even imagined. I When I imagined the fanciest menu in the world, and then I imagined myself saying, you stuna, this is not the fanciest. <laughs> and then I, I hand myself a, an even fancier menu. This menu that we created is a little fancier than that. <laughs> I think I sort of lost you somewhere along the way there, but <laughs> I, I get the point. And you know what, folks? We don't just have a menu, just, oh, here's the menu. No, this is the winter menu. If you try yeah. to get this uh, in October, Ugh. burn in hell, yeah, rot go, in hell, yeah. fuck you and everything you stand yeah, for. Yeah, go die in a pumpkin that has been <laughs> made large so you could fit in it and drop dead in there. You know? Yeah, uh, find a shark that's been uh, running for office right? and, and, and ride it like a pony. <laughs> Check it out. This is how we get started. These are just the hors d'oeuvres. So fancy your bees will crave underwear. <laughs> they never wear it either, by the Which way. Which will so. protect you from their sting if they did wear it. <laughs> I guess it depends what it's made out of, but okay. <laughs> All right. So the first Butter item on here. Cornish lobster. Uh. With blood orange and watercress salad. Now, blood orange is an orange that uh, is tried to be a person, and it actually ha circulates blood. <laughs> yeah, it brought blood in from uh, another country because it's illegal to, to take. Well, what's a Cornish lobster, Joe? I never experienced this. Well, okay, so lobster, you know what a lobster is. It's just like a big, sure. it's like a big bug that lives in the ocean. And it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of green. You boil it, and it turns red. It's exciting. It's fun for the kids <laughs> to not get to have because it's too expensive to give, a, give this to a child. <laughs> but a Cornish lobster, like Cornish. So what Cornish is, it's like, that's like where you tell the lobster, be like corn, but just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and it like looks at you with this is look like, can you give me a goddamn break? You're about to boil yeah. me alive. You got to make me pretend to be things. You're like, just do it. Will you just, you just be that for just five minutes. Yeah. Now do this next one. You, you developed this with the head chef. Tell them about yeah, it. Yeah. So I did, I did this one because I just, you know, I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to see if I could, if I could, uh, if I could come up with a dish that was so fancy that even just creating it, I would black out. <laughs> and I, this is as close as I ever came. All right, so uh, this is a smoked rabbit loin with, with Waldorf salad and soda bread croutons. All right, now Waldorf salad. Now we, I think we served this before. How did what did how, what did that come from? What's the Waldorf salad? Uh, that's a, you. You take three different kinds of lettuce and you throw them off of a tree. <laughs> And Why a tree? Why does it? <laughs> they know. They know if you throw. Uh, okay. If you throw. If you go up into the fire escape, you throw it off. The lettuce looks up at you you're like fucking guy. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not Waldorfing for that. And you're yeah, like and soda bread croutons. Now this is amazing. The process here is you take bread and you convince it to re uh, to reignite its love for churches. <laughs> it used to. I mean, there's no doubt about it. It used to be it. very religious. It used to be into it, but then it lost its faith. It's this bread lost its faith. But then you teach it to leave, leave leprechauns outside oh, during the cold months, so they freeze to death out there. 
Oh, what you got against the little guys? <laughs> well, no, it's like it, it, that's all they ever wanted was to freeze to death out there, and you were helping them fulfill their oh. finest dreams. I never knew that about the legend of the leprechaun. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, of course, you know, the main the main feature of this one here is the smoked rabbit loin. Now, you, I I was going to use the whole rabbit, but you told me that you read something oh, about no. why you got to use just the loin. Yeah, what's yeah. that, what's well, that about? Oh, yeah. Well, this seat, since we're in England now, you know, we're expanding across Europe, is there is a, a story about a king. Uh, he's King Gideco. <laughs> and he uh, he used to sleep out uh, outward uh, every other night, um, <laughs> like he just sort of explode outward with sleepiness, or what? <laughs> yes, and you know everybody who you know lived with him in the castle was like, "Whoa, wow!" <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish I would maybe stay over somebody else's house that night every week. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, phenomenal. This guy's got a problem. Maybe see a doctor. But he he had such, you know, such passion about sleeping that he would literally explode. And when he did, uh, his girlfriend, Nisina, uh, she uh, she would claim that her, th- her thong was, was roaming the earth. <laughs> but it wasn't, and, you're saying. No, it was a lie. And that's what made the Waldorf salad. I mean, that's what made the smoked rabbit loin so delicious. Well, so then I guess you got to do it that way then. I mean, that's, you got to, you got to have that. If, if you want it to be good. I mean, come on. Yeah. If you want it to be fancy, then you got to go through all that trouble. You don't usually hear about a king's girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> and so when yeah, you, do. When, yeah, you, you do. when you do hear that, you got to obey that story. Whatever that story tells you, that's what you do. Well, I mean, do I mean what happened before they were married? I mean, <laughs> of course they had a girlfriend. Yeah, sure. Why? Why wouldn't he? You know, people over here they said, "Hey, can we have a jar of camel juice?" And we said, "Well, <laughs> hold off." And then people over here we, we want we some... begged them to reconsider. <laughs> <laughs> they said we want a stone bass, but we want it to be sort of like corn. You know, like the lobster. So we made this. The cured Cornish stone bass with lemon puree, toasted almonds, and green beans. Now, what is it? Well, now, why is it cured? What is that? What do you? What is the curing process for a Cornish <clears throat> stone well, bass? When the stone bass came home from work, which is swimming, <laughs> uh, one day, his wife said, you know. You know, when you, you if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life, you know. <laughs> But right now we're going to talk about the smoke duck breast. Yeah. Uh, tell them about it, Joe. Yeah, the, the, the smoke duck breast. Uh, duck breast, uh, you know, duck breast is pretty good until you smoke it, and then it's something else. Then, you oh, know, like, come on. When, if you That's just, the fanciness. Yeah, if you just take a duck breast, you're like, wow, this is one of the greatest meals I've ever had. And you're like, give me a second, let me smoke this thing. And <laughs> I, we, we smoke it, and then we bring it back, and I say, don't you feel stupid. For ever having thought that was delicious before, and you and you 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 drop yourself into a well, and at the bottom of the well, the, the you know before you fall out of earshot because it's a deep well. Let me tell you, wow. And when you're down there, and I just hear this little say, "That's actually even fancier," <laughs> which is a casual way to tell me that while you're falling hundreds of feet into a well. 
Yeah, and you know, that really is the effect that smoke duck breast has on people. Now, where did you have to go to get this kohlrabi? Well, kohlrabi is uh kohlrabi is a is it's a Kenyan uh lettuce that's uh that's that's made out of uh, a a country squire uh that uh <laughs> fell down and uh he just sort of laid there until everybody got hungry and was like, "Well, <laughs> I guess we're going to have lettuce tonight. And they're like, somebody actually said, I don't think that's lettuce if it used to be a guy. And they're like, just shut up. All right. Just, I want to, I'm in the mood for salad. I'm in the mood for salad tonight. And this is what we got. So, uh, yeah. And you know, kohlrabi, uh, it, it, it really makes you feel fancy just to say it. It does. Cause it's got that H in the middle. Kohl, Kohl, Robbie. It's like, yeah, but you never know it unless you look at it. Yeah, but because he doesn't it. want you to know, <laughs> it wants you. It wants you to just keep your mouth shut about it. And you, <laughs> yeah, mind your business. Yeah, it's, 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 look, it's, it's it nothing to do with you. Why I have an H or why I don't. <laughs> now the final thing in this dish, and keep in mind, folks, these are just the starters. It's already so fancy that your penis will close up for the night. Yeah, it'll it'll pull down that little awning thing <laughs> that you got the shade, down there. You'll see the shade go down in, in your penis hole. Yeah, and you see somebody come out and they pull down that gate <laughs> so that nobody goes in there and steals nothing that you want to keep in there. This is this is where it gets a little bit hard. You have to steal a, a little toy car collection from a spanking child. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you mean he's spanking other kids? He's spanking another child. Adults would never tolerate it. <laughs> and confit doesn't happen just like falling off a log. Tell him. No, no. Confit, confit you got to get up in the morning, like probably like, I don't know, like 530 in the morning. And uh, and you got to you gotta read uh, a water description to a clock. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know what time it is. If the clock says, give me a minute, then you know it's too early. And if the clock is like, yeah. I know already, then it's too late. You know, like you yeah. gotta, you gotta get used to it. You know, gotta and know just when to do it. We're moving on with this to the partridge tyranny. Oh yeah, partridge tyranny. That's like a, that's like if uh, if gravy got laid one night. <laughs> yeah, and you know, a partridge is like a, it's like a chicken that watered a pan, a, a pan of sherbet. Yep. Yeah, he <laughs> just watered it right down. So. You know, like sherbet, if you just wait a while, it'll get pretty watery, but this chicken doesn't have time. He you know? can't wait. <laughs> a partridge needs uh, that to be waterier now, right now. <laughs> you Will you please tell me, you keep telling me you're going to explain what emulsion right. is. Yeah, all right. So when we wanted, we wanted to make an emulsion that would make this dish so fancy that trolls would sky would skydive. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and, and they are deathly afraid of that. They don't like doing <laughs> that's that. That's the last thing they want to do. So what we had to do is we started with church tampons. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which you'll find, you know, right behind the program in the pew in front of you. Which is um, pretty pretty goddamn convenient if you think about <laughs> it. That's a really nice thing for people to do. Yeah, so if you need it, it will likely be there due to divine intervention. But that's how you start. You start with a church tampon. <laughs> and then you get a phone call from Uncle Sandwich. And uh, <laughs> he reminds you of your blood type and uh, of what clue of what clovers are your favorite. Usually it's the four-leaf 
Clover. Wait, wait a minute. You mean he reminds you like like he tells you, hey, don't forget this is your blood type, or there's just something about him that reminds you of your blood type? No, no, he tells you. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah then I was like, oh, he's very positive. <laughs> All right. I'm O positive. Okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> what a lovely reminder. No, no. no, no. And then the final step to truffle emulsion is crank uh, is smoked by a water buffalo. <laughs> Whoa. And, uh, Whoa, that and seems like such a mistake. Of, seems like such a mistake no, to do it. <laughs> it really could go south. But uh, <laughs> what comes out of his trol- uh, trollop uh, area, oh which is his dick, yeah. <laughs> uh, is uh, just a juicy, wonderful, fluffy no. thing we call truffle emulsion. Okay, I'm not having that. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. I don't. I don't know. You I mean, could have it. I might. I might eat it if you don't tell me about the fluffy thing coming out of the of the trollop area of a cranked up water buffalo. <laughs> it's a process. <laughs> I mean, look. By the time it's done, you're not even going to be thinking about that anymore because there's a whole lot of pieces to this. But that is what's on your plate. So you know, just keep that in <laughs> mind if you have a food sensitivity to the worst thing in the world. <laughs> Uh, and then, so this next one, we got another fish one here. This is a uh, uh, Loch Duart uh, salmon, Ballantine, with creme fraiche and caviar. So that's like a whole lot of stuff. Loch Duart. Uh, Loch Duart is a place way, it's a lake. Uh, Scottish people say loch when they mean lake. And uh, I ask them, every, every time I meet a Scottish person, I ask them not to do that. But they like it. I don't know. They like they like talking like that up there. <laughs> yeah, you know, they also call da, uh, ding-dongs glechas. <laughs> yes. Seems like they got they got more Yiddish than I ever thought they were going to. <laughs> well, you know, they do a lot of ach. So. They, they do. It's gross up there is why. It's just, <laughs> it's just gross to be around. Hey, uh, let's move to the main course. I, you just, want to. I was going to suggest the same thing because, boy, they got a couple of beauties on here. So t- tell All me right. about. All right. So what this is here, this is unbelievable. This is uh, these main courses. You've already been. So, it's so fancy that your, pl- that your plugs came out onto the floor. <laughs> Now, <laughs> yeah, it's now, it, it really it's so fancy that like like your hair has has grown lips because <laughs> it wants and now to we've be got in you on right it. where we want you. <laughs> I took a taste of this. It was so fancy. I dropped through another dimension, <laughs> and I actually could see myself as a baby from behind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, um, this next thing here. Uh, this is going to be amazing. Now, now, I think that all of you people that are going to stroll into Oxford Fine Dining on Valentine's Day are going to find Oof. yourself wrapped up in a theme of romance. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have sort of like a like an imaginary custard like roped around you, like a, <laughs> like you're in a rodeo and you're the animal, and the cowboy <laughs> is just sheer fanciness. <laughs> So true. Now, roast Aylesbury duck with vanilla mash. Oh, now, yeah. now, this recipe was made by Sir Winston Kalakiak. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he lived around here, around the Oxford area, but his jerk uh, his jerky was exposed to, te- uh, to team sports. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, my understanding is that it does build character. Is it, is, <laughs> are you saying it did not have that effect on this man? Well, no, it did. The jerky really, you know, learned a lot about itself. But eventually, uh, what happens is you have to, uh, when you're making a duck, you have to convince <laughs> the duck before you prepare it. If you're making Aylesbury duck, you have to convince it that third, the third time you screwed a basket to a, a, a board right. was your favorite time. <laughs> It's hard to make him buy it. I mean, first of all, like, I don't even know how you get that across to them, let, al <laughs> let alone convince them that it's true. But this is why this dish takes so long to make. You know, like, you, you got to order this. Thing. You got to order this 45 minutes ahead if you're going to have this one. This is one of those ones, you know, where you get mm -hmm. to the restaurant, like, oh, I can't wait to order that. And they're like, it's going to take us an hour to do it. And you're like, oh, just do it. I'll have it. But I, <laughs> I'm not happy about it. And they're like, we're not happy about it either. And then everybody's mm -hmm. just sad. And it's very fancy to be sad about food. <laughs> <laughs> but see, this is this why this dish is going to bring you together with your viol your <laughs> Your violin. <laughs> I was going to say your violent sweetheart. No, your Valentine's <laughs> Day sweetheart. We bring in vanilla mash comes in on that there and mushroom ketchup and black kale. That's a heavy hitter right there, the black kale, because uh, there's, a, there's a story, there's a, there's a legend behind black kale. Tell them, yeah. Joe. Yeah, black kale, uh, uh, there, was, there was a ghost that couldn't blow on things as hard as it wanted to. <laughs> and ghosts need to do that. That's one of their main things. That's, they, you know, they just, if, a, if you see a ghost come in and it can't blow on anything, it looks like it's going to explode. You know, it just looks like yeah. it just it keeps breathing in and then nothing comes out. And it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Then you just got a giant house-sized yeah, ghost. It's like a werewolf that like can't howl. It's like Maron. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, what's what else you got going? Like, yeah. what's what's next on your to-do list, my friend? And they like, <laughs> they're just like shaking their head. Nothing. I yeah, got nothing. not a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so there's <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> He's not busy. Let me tell you. So this ghost, it went to a witch out in the middle of the woods to try to get cured of this terrible ailment. <laughs> they turned they turn to their own community. <laughs> That's right. That's right. There was a skeleton that he walked past. <laughs> First he called his mom, you know, she was a monster. He's like, hey, come on, I got problems. <laughs> Oh, you, what's he going to do? Okay, okay, you're right. You're right. Okay. It's like you never call. Right. He went to a plumber. You're right. No, <laughs> all right. Of course, all right, he's got to go to a witch or something. Uh, you know, get I got to break balls. To get it fixed. <laughs> oh, he goes and fixes it. And the witch, the witch looked the ghost in the eye and said, you will be able to blow on things if and only if you create a sock sound that can't ever be seen by an American water. And he said, I don't know what you mean. And she's like, I don't really either. Like, <laughs> and then they both started laughing, and they, they became friends. Yeah, yeah, it broke the ice. Yeah, and they became friends, and then they just sort of figured out how to fix that problem. They didn't really go into it in the story, but well, they fixed it with black kale, right? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. That brings it back home to why it's not I ever just started. a random story about a goddamn ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the story, fair, Joe. But... Fair point. There's a fair point. There is. There was a reason why no. I went off on a five-minute tangent. Now this last, this next one, uh, Guilthead Bream. 
Now you, will you please explain how how well, they how they get how they get the guilt head on? Well, when we when we when we came to the, the the fine you know our team over here with the Oxford Fine Dining, we wanted to consult people that lived over here and knew what people wanted to eat. So they talked about Bream, and the 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 thing about Bream is you take a theme a theme of sadness, mm-hmm. you know, just like any sort of like a sad book, a sad story, sure, and, and you tr- you sneak up on a hog. <laughs> It's not that hard. I mean, that part's <laughs> they're barely paying attention, like even if their lives depend on it. So And then they and, often are. And you know, you it's just, yeah, just that's you right. walk right up, put your arm around them, they don't that's even a, know what happened. That's a good point. You know, you go to the average house cat and you say, How you doing? And like jump on the ceiling, you know, like you got a machete. And like a hog, it's like your life is in danger every day and you're just sort of like walking around. You're the like most just, delicious you know, animal that's denied. ever been created. You're the most yeah. delicious creature alive. You should be a little more wary, but yeah, they're, they're get it ready. on your radar, you know. <laughs> but like, so Bream, you you whisper a sad story to a hog, and uh, the hog starts to low lodicate. No, uh, what is lodication? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> well, it's sort of like um, you've heard of a mu- a musical stove, stove, right? <laughs> well, I have now. I mean, sure, yeah. Yeah, you you put. It depends on what you put in it, what kind of music it makes. Okay. But, uh, you know, eventually, lo- far away from the stove, a, ta- a table mouse uh, screws a bird <laughs> in a very uh, frightening ceremony. And uh, <laughs> Oh, so it's like, uh, it's like uh, official. Yeah. It's, it's like an actually so, like a codified thing. They have a whole ceremony to it? Yeah, and that's, and that's how you know. You, the bream shows up, and you know that's happening somewhere because you have the bream. That's oh, so so you can't see that any of this happen, but just the mere fact of the bream lets yeah. you know this has occurred somewhere. Yeah, and it goes great with sautéed new potatoes. That's what we serve her with. Yeah, and it also has leeks and a caviar sauce. Uh, which is just a sauce that you would have with caviar, but we don't give you the caviar. <laughs> no, because if we did, you know, you would immediately, your brain, yeah. you'd get a, a hemorrhage immediately, brain hemorrhage, because yeah. it's too fancy. So we just, yeah. we sort of let you think about caviar, yeah. but you cannot have it. Yeah, we, we won, one time we did it. We we actually put the caviar in this dish. Oh, yeah. And we, we were told, I didn't see this happen, we were told that the that the, the lady who had it, she tried it, she took one bite, and her attic was destroyed. <laughs> Just when they got home, something happened up there, you know? <laughs> Normally, you know, the food that you eat will not affect your attic very much. It doesn't really have a large effect on the structure of your home when you're not in it, you know? But, but that's that's the power of fancy dining. That's right. And let me tell you something. Every customer that comes, now we've never had this warning before. But we've reached a new level here. We got to do it. We got to do it. Com- do it. Yeah, every, we have to do it. Every customer that comes to Oxford Fine Dining, we are going to check your person for lo- for log uh, pictures, <laughs> pictures of logs. You cannot bring You can't them. bring one in. You can't bring Conversely, one in. Conversely, everyone should wear, the, uh, should wear ghost baby uh, pants. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, we got to take your word for it because you can't see those. You know, you can't see, <laughs> you can't see what a ghost baby wears for pants. Yeah, you know, we will ask you though if you have a on. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like at the airport. Like, do you have a bomb in your bag? And you're like, uh, no, I don't. You know. Yeah. Did, did you? Did you know? Did you uh, accept anything from a stranger? It's like, well, 
if I did. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Why are you asking so many questions? I mean, what is it? What do you, what do you, how much you need to know about me? You know? <laughs> now we have one more dish that we have to tell you about one more main dish. Boy. And then I think we're out of time. So now, and I'm glad that this is the last one we're going to tell you about, because I know, because our listeners say that it's exhausting. You know, you only have so much fanciness in your body. And sometimes hearing about a menu items will cause a fanciness uh, overload. Yeah, and 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 this, you could be in danger of that with this dish. This dish, might, we don't want to do that to you. We don't want to do it, but it could send you over the edge. So we want to have you <laughs> send any weak children out of the room, uh, any any old ladies with a gun for a leg. Uh, <laughs> if you have a nose cable, uh, remove it. <laughs> Yeah, if you if your feet don't like wagons, don't make them have one <laughs> during this time. Don't. That's don't. unrelated. That's unrelated. But we just that's that's sort of a PSA we like to say. Yeah, yeah. So so this one, this this is celeriac and honey wow. honey tart tatin. Okay, with kale and almond pesto. Now, that's almost too much for me. My thee, my thogs just came out. <laughs> I, I can't even see that. What? What? How do you? How can you tell when your thog uh, comes out? Well, um, it's the area between your giant camel uh, uh, tattoo, right? <laughs> which I have on my whole chest and back, <laughs> and, uh, and your th- your dog. <laughs> so come here, Housie. Come here. <laughs> see, it's this area right here. Wow. All right. Okay. So I see that. I see the spot. Okay. That's good. So now celeriac. Now celeriac. Now tell like, us about celeriac. Look, some people are like celery. That's not fancy. You can find it anywhere. And that's true. That is true. I mean, celery, you could put that in the armpit of an ox if, and, <laughs> and it wouldn't get any fancier. You could do it. more of a leg pit. Well, <laughs> uh, this ox stands up on its back legs, and the the front the front two it pretends it's doing a dance, and uh, and we include it with this dish. But it's not just almond pesto; it's almond pesto with like a V. <laughs> That's right. It comes with a V. It comes with a V right next to it, and you can put a few extra almonds in the V <laughs> because it's like pointing up like a cup almost, like this V. You know? Yeah, and you know V's are so fancy; it's the fanciest uh, letter. That's next true. to next to like a like a Q with a water uh, vest on. <laughs> yeah, like he's good. Like he just got back from jet skiing, <laughs> <laughs> or like or like an L with a, like with like its its boobs hanging out. You know, <laughs> very fancy. But the almond pesto comes with a V and with some kale because, as you know, kale is the is the deadly enemy to almonds. And when they get together, they make sort of an angry sort of a of a fluid. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. They, they they there's like a very a very furious liquid area on the plate, and you're like, <laughs> why is that there? You just you can tell the bad vibes. There's been something something really really some bad mm-hmm. blood happening there. Uh, let, we must tell you, friends. These delicious foods that we are serving here will make you and your Valentine feel like sort of like, you know how when you're on a craw, a crocodile's back and you get and you start to feel like maybe you should have D, you should have got not gotten any D's in high school. You should have worked harder. Yeah, right, right. You might feel that way. You might feel that way. 
you might get a delightful uh, sort of like you might like feel like you're in a delightful bag. Uh. <laughs> and that's we almost called the restaurant delightful bag. Right, but we. You know, we just, I don't know, we, we, we caved into pressure from the locals. Yeah, we sort of zigzagged at the end. And then, you know, we were, we were going to print with the menu. We're like, yeah, all right. So, but we really want you to, when you come to Oxford Fine Dining, we want you to feel all the majesty of old Europe, all the romance, and, and bring your Valentine here and lose yourself in the wonderful, luxurious surroundings of fine dining. Yeah, and uh, please uh, don't don't forget. Uh, if you drive here, uh, you just gotta go straight up the mountain and uh, and take a left when you see the giant coop where where <laughs> o- oversized chickens sort of uh, just lay down and scream uh, at the at the sky in terror. And you know this while you know in our first few months with Oxford Fine Dining, uh, we're offering a special deal. Uh, bring a Chinese golf ball and uh we will <laughs> we will sco we will give a skosh of radish to a ma- to a mason <laughs> it's, it's look you're not going to find a lot of restaurants that offer this kind of a deal definitely not <laughs> and uh and if you bring 20% off of your meal <laughs> with, with you somehow uh, <laughs> uh we will let get you get out of this one <laughs> <laughs> if you do that, uh, we will let you fix the broom that we broke earlier. <laughs> you will get such a feeling of accomplishment mm-hmm. when you and your Valentine your, in your formal attire are kneeling down in a stairwell trying to fix this goddamn broom that they're still not broke, you know, trying to, you know, sweep out the, the filth, you know. You really, really, the experience that you are going to have uh, with your Valentine will be amazing. And me and my brother Joe want to welcome you and invite you to enjoy. Please come, Oxford Fine Dining. Enjoy, everybody.